All right, let's dive right in. Uh, hello, and welcome to the Friends Apart podcast, episode 16 from season two, which means we have no idea how many episodes we've made. So I, I do not know either. I was actually about to change the whole season thing um, in our RSS, oh. but uh, it yeah. seemed like a hassle, so I didn't. That was. We could rename them at some point. That's probably a good idea because I'm t- I'm just, like tired of writing S two and then being like, what's the point? It's gonna be S two for the rest of time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be an eternal <laughs> season two. Season two, episode one thousand. <laughs> oh man. Um, um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, how how are you doing? How are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm uh, you know struggling with this mic and everything, but uh, it's been a pretty decent sunday i got a lot of stuff to talk about and uh it's all dad's it's all dad chat oh dad dad chat damn uh house house related things um Hmm. lots of really interesting stuff to discuss about water softeners and um (laughs) all right all right all right you're you're talking uh ion exchangers or are you talking uh active charcoal i'm talking uh brine uh softeners Brine softeners? What the fuck? I don't know if you no, guys no, have no. those. Maybe I might have. I guess it's an ion exchanger. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, how? For before we dive into that, how are you doing? I I <laughs> got an I got an important thing that I have to have to get off my chest actually. So, All right. um, you know the very successful uh, Korean show Squid Game, right? I'm aware. Yeah. Of it, yeah. You watched it? I have. Yeah. It's, what, what did you think? I yeah, I don't give a fuck. A very... Listen to me. So the di- the, the, the director's name is <laughs> the director's name is Wang Dong, and how on how on earth <laughs> is no one talking about that? <laughs> how is that no? <laughs> yeah. So it was actually. Oh my god. <laughs> it was actually, I just like ten minutes ago I read that and I was like, how the fuck is no one making memes about that? <laughs> Fuck! Uh, Okay, no, but no, no, but for real. So, uh, what what do you think of the show? So, uh, I'll say like my initial impression of it was not watching it, but from just seeing it pop up and like you know like how Netflix starts automatically playing stuff. Mm -hmm. So, what I thought it was, I thought it was a Halloween themed game show (laughs) that real people went on and. It was like, okay, do you remember there's a, oh, you, pro- you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. There's a Japanese TV show called Takeshi's Castle. What the fuck? Castle. Of course I know Takeshi's Castle, man. That was, that was okay, the but shit. All- we had it on Eurosport for whatever reason. Okay, but there is an English dubbed version of it called The Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, which is overdubbed <laughs> with, um, so it's kind of fucked up, actually. So we had this channel called Tech TV, uh-huh. or Tech G4 TV, whatever. And uh, so what they did was they bought the the video from Takeshi's Castle, uh-huh. but then they dubbed it over with English that has is in no way a translation of what they're saying at all. <laughs> it's just it's uh and and you know like it it, it like pans back to the to the host contestant, those two Asian yeah. guys in like the robes, um, and then it would just be these two people like overdubbing what they think they're saying and it's it's funny as fuck um so i don't know what kind of 
Takeshi's Castle. I don't know if you just literally saw like the translation or German dubbed of it. Mm, but uh, let, let me think. I'm actually not not 100% sure. So I huh, I think it was the it was I think it was German dub. I think it was a weird but it was I, I, I think it was a it wasn't like a full dub. I I think it was like a uh, like a voiceover kind of thing, like a yeah. but but like not an actual like mm, dubbing what the people are saying, but creating an additional voiceover, like a godlike voiceover, who was talking about what was happening in German, and the Japan. But is he making fun of the contestants? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so then it's the same idea. Oh, <laughs> same <okay>. idea. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah, so these guys, and and anyway, so I, I mean, that aside, that show was the the dubbing and the making fun of contestants was so fucking Man, funny. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I thought it was kind of like that. I thought Squid Game was basically uh-huh. that, and I was like, ah, that seems dumb. I'm not gonna watch yeah. it. Um, and then I, f- you know finally weeks later when it's like we're just talking about squid game squid game i'm like all right let's find out what this is and then i find out that it's like this super gory violent like fucking uh almost like a coen brothers yeah right (laughs) kind of mini series i'm like holy shit this is great right (laughs) uh i was coming from a different angle i was expecting it because the german um you know, like the 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 like the text they always have with with uh, shows on Netflix, and there's like a short description of what it's about, uh, like the blurb, mm. I guess. Um, it, it said something addressing you personally as a viewer. It was like, uh, how would you decide doing this and this and this? And mm. there was this interactive thing on um, Netflix. <clears throat> it was probably like two years ago, or something. Um, and it was like an the... an interactive show. I I don't quite remember. It was related to like a famous franchise. I think I'm. It was related to Black Mirror, but it was a movie. right. It was Black Mirror, and it was yeah, and it had a really dumb name that yeah, was like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam Squ- Sam Squanch. It was fucking Sam Squanch. It was it was really it was dumb, but it was interactive. And what I figured is that this yeah. was some kind of interactive. Uh, thing again so Mm. i was totally not up for it at first but then we went to my mom's place my mom wasn't home so naturally my my fiance and i raided her bar and we got drunk and we (laughs) we turned on the tv and we saw squid game we were like ah well whatever let's just watch it right so we watched the first two two uh episodes and we had the same feeling as you did, man. We were like, there's so much blood. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this was great. This was a lot of fun. And there's one minor thing that really mm, pissed me off about the show. Uh, oh, yeah? It's... So, with regard to the acting, it's it's a different style of acting. I can I can deal with that. Like it's very like over the top hmm. kind of acting. I feel like. Did you watch uh, dubbed or subbed? Uh, dubbed. Dubbed. So with English uh, voices. Yeah. yeah. So hmm. uh, I did too. Also in English. Um, that was okay, I guess. But I've I've. This is sorry. I'm I'm going a bit on a tangent. We never do this. That's a surprise. So, um, 
there was this whole thing that I that I heard on the Triforce podcast actually about uh, 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 similar stuff about dubs and how certain countries like Germany, for example, we are very used mm -hmm. to dubbing. Um, it's something that yeah. is like a whole big thing here. So basically, uh, for all the listeners out there who are from like English speaking countries. Um, you have to imagine that everything, every big show, Breaking Bad, uh, uh, the Star Wars movies, whatever, you know, in every single one of those shows, we watched it in German. It was actually dubbed in German. Right. And um, yeah, so we just grew up with that. Once I turned like 16, 17, I started watching uh, like Family Guy, South Park and those animation series in um, English for the first time because... Mm -hmm. You know, voiceover acting is a lot clearer than um, actual acting um, in English. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. so it was easier <clears throat> for me to get into that. And ever since then, actually, I, I pretty much watched everything in um, English. But now with the arrival of shows like uh, Slowborn or um, um, Dark, uh, actual German series is also cool to just be able to watch German series sure. in your native language. That's also cool. So I imagine that you... English-speaking yeah. folk always have had that privilege without really acknowledging it, I guess. Uh, sometimes, sometimes not. Yeah. Like, um, like the movie Downfall, I think, is a, is a pretty famous German movie. This is oh, the Untergang. Like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, of course it's about I what. Yeah, yeah, I know. It took us only eleven uh, minutes this time to get there. I'm s actually a tangent on a tangent. Yeah. When I was getting ready to move to Germany, I was like, I want to get immersed in the culture. Let's, like, watch some famous German movies. While eating sauerkraut and, and Weisswurst. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and the the only ones that I could find were, like, really, like, it was, like, Der Untergang, yeah. uh, Run, like, Lola Rent, yeah, yeah, right. like, Run, Lola, Run. And it's, like, they're all really depressing, Volke, bummer probably. of a movie. Yeah. 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 Die Volke, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, um, okay, <laughs> this is fun, I guess. I'm enjoying this. But, like, none of them had English dubs that I yeah. could find, um, which is fine. Um, and uh, there was another, um, I think it was German. No, it wasn't Dark, but there was another, like, we watched Dark in the German, and then we watched with subtitles. And I found that to be very, very helpful mm -hmm. in improving my German. And that's why sorry, sorry, uh, a lot of German subtitles or English subtitles? English okay, subtitles, okay, I see. but with yeah, the German yeah. audio. Okay, okay. And that's the way like Scandinavian countries watch theirs. Yeah, sure. Like, they're all English with subtitles mm -hmm. in whatever their language yeah. is. And versus like I know Germany pref prefers dubbing. Yeah. Um but but like but yeah. that's also why like European countries like uh, Scandinavian countries, Romania um, a lot of Eastern European countries, they, they are very good in English. Um, in, in, in Netherlands in, has a higher proficiency of English than the UK and Canada. Holy fuck. That, okay, but that's probably also yeah. due to immigration. But it's, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a yeah. very, you know, I, I envy those people uh, when it comes to that. Because every, <clears throat> like, I, I think I've always had this you know this 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 drive towards english for whatever reason that that whole language just you know resounded with me mm. it was just very 
It's so romantic. It was, no, it, it was just logical. It was a language that it didn't have to think a whole lot about. And that comes from someone who also mm. had took five years of Spanish in, in um, school and also two years of French. It's... Um, and those... Co- you, you know, you would think those countries are way closer to me than... Um, like, yeah. uh, okay, well, England, but I mean, that's an island quite far away. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's... Still, English just, I don't know. I, I think it was because I quite early just realized how English-speaking culture just impacted our everyday life. Like, people run around in Germany now. Yeah, sure. Um, and there's so many Anglicisms just happening. Like, there's so much um, English... Mm, like, phrases that they just throw yeah, in. Yeah, right. And sometimes yeah. it's weirding me out. Like, sometimes when I'm interacting with students who are, like, 10 years younger than me, they mm-hmm. shoot some stuff where I'm like, is that how people talk? Like... Okay, give me an example. I need an example of that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so one word that a lot of people use that I just despise. In everyday German language is busy. I'm so... A shift. Like, ich bin so busy heute. That's like, oh. yeah, and people use that like that, and I'm like, you pretentious fuck. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's it's so unnecessary. Like, there's so many German substitutes for that, and um, the the irony a lot of times is that the people that use those uh, English phrases and words a whole lot, they are like really not proficient in English at all, and yeah. Um, I think, like, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, we need to conserve our language as a, it's our cultural, uh, our, like, cultural heritage or whatever. I don't, I don't think like that. I, I, I think globalization probably, like, did a whole lot, you know. It's a little too late. You know, it's <laughs> like there's no such thing as, like, single country culture, even though Europe is very much about that. But whatever. Um, but <laughs> it's... It's okay that certain, like, for example, to Google something. That's just that's just yeah. something that came naturally because it's just the company's name. Um, mm-hmm. But there's certain things that need no substitution but due to the internet and internet is mainly, you know, dominated by, by English. Um, yeah. Is j- just came with time and I expect that probably by the time that, like, our children will you know, visit school. Um, there's going to be a lot more like that. And there's actually a lot of English words that made it into the German dictionary now. So they're accepted as like Anglic- like Google, for example, to Google something. It's actually in our German dictionary. Um, and Well, because Google Google's an actual mathematical term too. I know, no, I find it's like, a it's lot like of- Google is like the mathematical term for like this indefinitely oh. huge number. But it's like G double O G O L, so it's oh, okay. It's it, it's a that's like where where the whole Google thing came from. But um, yeah. Th- anyways, yeah, that was attention, attention, attention. What I was originally talking about the whole Squid Game thing actually <laughs> um, was I didn't mind the acting on Squid Game so much um, as I did that there was a lot of just irrational decision making and. Hmm. You know, in its core, Squid Game is about decision-making. It's about, you know, very fast-paced, extreme situational uh, decision-making. 
And mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff in there. Like, for example, this one guy. Um, and when they had this, like, platforming game, right? When they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the glass. And there was this one, like, yeah. glass blower or whatever the fuck his profession was. And he was like, yeah, I can see what the tempered glass is. And I was like, you're saying that now? Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, dude? You're like... You know, wait till the end? All of those people have been thrown in a situation where the people around them just die. Like, all the time. And no one, apart from maybe doctors and nurses, um, are used to people just randomly dying around them. So all of them must be in, like, severe stress mode, right? And you can see how shook they all are from people dying, right? Even the glass guy. He was, like, sweating profusely. He probably just reeked. Yeah. And he, he was like, you know, I'm just gonna basically kill off those six people in front of... Oh, those, those eight people in front of me um, before I tell them that I can actually see what the temperature is. Like, you would be, like, from the back. Why? You'd be like, hey, hey, everybody, I, I worked in glass for 25 years. I, I know what it looks like. Like, you wouldn't wait until you were at the Exactly, front. man. <laughs> Exactly, and I mean the whole, and the end of this game also didn't make any sense. So, you you remember the end of the game when they all reached the platform, yeah. like the ones left yeah. surviving. Um, there was this like machine gun fire coming towards them, destroying all the glass oh, platforms. Yeah. Right? I have I have um, issues with that. This doesn't make I any sense. That. <laughs> that that doesn't make any sense. Because the whole premise is that the game makers, or the game maker, how we, you know, come to know at the end of the, of, uh, of this mm -hmm. season. Um, the whole premise was, you know, making people feel like they belong to a team. And that everyone should do their, like, best to survive and stuff. So, what they would have done when some people wouldn't have made it in time would just kill off random people who didn't even fail at the game, yeah. really, because the game was make it to the other side. And th this felt, like, very random. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas... And, and also, it wasn't based on, like, a kid's game. Like, the other... That's very true, yeah. Well, I guess it was... Like, the other... Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have a problem with the final game. Sorry, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen, but if you haven't seen Squid Game already, like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, fuck um, so my problem with the f with the final game is oh no, but that wasn't the final game. Um, second one, I guess. Which the glass one. one. I, I, my I, I, problem. Right. No, it was the wait 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 a second wait a second sorry sorry, it was the the whole like um, big robot girl turning around and running and stuff. It was the first. That was one. the first. Yeah yeah. Then the, then I think it was the cookie one, right? Mm, yeah, could been. And I think after that first, it the was like the, the uh, no, no, no. That was like the second to mm. last. And I think it was the, the rope pulling first. Uh, rope pulling. pulling uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then I, th then I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, anyways. whatever. I have so, a couple of drinks and I don't uh, So yeah. my problem with the glass stepping ones is that the entire time the show Mm -hmm. Like the 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 host of it preached like equality and having a second chance, and so far all of the yeah, games, right. like for instance the rope pulling, 
you know, everyone stood a chance and had the potential to win if they strategized and like coordinated that sort of thing. Um, the, the, the red light, green light, if you just listen to the instructions, um, excuse me, um, you could survive. Um, that sort of thing. Like, but then the glass one was literally just a 50, 50 chance. There was no, like, it wasn't, it wasn't the same sort of you, if you follow the instructions, you can live because the rest of them were kind of in that sort of, like, if you followed the instructions, you can survive. And so far, for the most part, minus like the rope pulling, like, yeah, that's kind of, but not really. But this one was just like, yeah, you could just die. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, man. Like, they said nothing about having to step on the glass. They could have just stepped on the metal That's what I that was saying. On there as a friend. Exactly. And and I was watching that. I was like, why don't... Why, why don't like, there's three rods. They could just, like, Spider-Man that shit and just, like, you know, like, lay down, mm -hmm. basically. And, um, like, left arm, left leg on one rod and the other side and just crawl across it. It was just about getting to the other yeah. platform. So what I'm thinking is that the game makers probably acknowledged that. They they were like, yeah, whatever, but people are dumb, so they're probably just going to jump on the glass platforms mm. anyways, and that's what they did and died. And, uh, yeah. That's Man, interesting. holy yeah. shit. <laughs> okay, um, wait, wait. St still, the, the, I mean, let's just remember... Wang dog, Wang dog for I have one one, one final comment the, going all the way back yeah. to the beginning where we were talking about dubs and stuff and I had a yeah. real pro, I, it was challenging for me the English dub of it because I don't know if it's a translation thing or if it was a choice of wording that they decided on um, where I find that especially for like Asian dubbed in English things they use language that we would never use like um for mm. instance calling people jerks in the way that they that yeah. is a word that rarely actually gets said you jerk like no one fucking does <laughs> and um you, you, you know i think that also derives from um you know the the, the people that translate mm -hmm. that are probably not very proficient. They they must be proficient in English, but they're probably not native speakers. Sure, yeah. So what they would do is they would use the words that you learn in English class in school. Mm -hmm. Like, we would always learn jerk. We would not learn jackass. Yeah, or dickhead. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> fucking reverse dumpster truck <laughs> like you know the shit is all up front it's um it's <laughs> it's it's a uh, you know it's just that stuff you wouldn't typically learn in english class um so you would learn jerk because obviously uh you know english class uh, and, and the teachers and the ones that create those programs acknowledge that, yeah, there's going to be some yeah. sort of, like, accusatory language going mm -hmm. on in English. So we need to prepare those people. But obviously, 
uh, if uh, you go to England uh, to England for the first time and just every second guy is just randomly calling you a cunt, yeah. um, <laughs> you're not prepared for that. You're like, you jerk. Yeah. So it's it's like, yeah. So I think it <clears throat> largely derives from that that probably the the translators yeah. don't um, use different words, and then you know the editors that see that probably don't you know ask. No, they probably because don't. for whatever reason. And and also for whatever reason, you have, you have like one of the most brutal shows that was probably ever on like oh TV, God, quote yeah. unquote. Um, and <clears throat> still, cursing wouldn't be a thing. I mean, we've talked about this plenty of times in podcast now, but how how crazy it is that like violence is not an issue at all. <laughs> so many people someone die. Says, yeah. And as soon as, like, someone says fuck, it's like, oh, no, that's, like, a yeah. step too far. No, 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 we can't do Swearing that. Swearing alert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my own, yeah. my other problem, I guess, probably, probably more just that, uh, I'll preface it, I guess. My problem, other than that, is that just the tonality, the intonation of the voices don't match the action as much. Like, they aren't talking in a way that people would actually talk. It's like, you jerk! And it's like, Nobody yeah. would say it like that. Um, but it might also be that just there's something that, that, that the nature of the detachment of voice acting in a booth to to a scene like may, maybe just makes it in like any anything. It's um, do you know? Do you know about the Uncanny Valley? I've heard it so many times and I always swore. OK, now I'm going to look <clears> it up. <throat> Right. Wait a second, because because I, I I've heard about that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna look oh. it up too just to find out what you find. Akzeptanzlücke. Yeah, that sounds that sounds. Bezeichnet man ein bisschen hypothetisch und paradox erscheinenden Effekt in der Akzeptanz. Wait a second. <laughs> no, it's, it's the same thing. There's a very complicated graph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but look at the pictures. So, you you you'll immediately understand what it's what it's saying. Um, <laughs> I see. Okay, so you mean Google Google Images? Um, oh no, there's this Squid Game. There's this literally uncanny. Oh no, wait, that's because I Google Squid Game director. Um, wait a second, uncanny valley. Okay, pictures. There's still two graphs. There's okay. Now there's very. I mean, I do know what uncanny means, um, but it's very... Okay, I'm going to um, send you an image. Let, this let is me just sum up everything for you. Yeah. It's going to be in the main chat here. Okay. Oh. So the uncanny valley... So, so, so something that doesn't really seem natural or convincing yeah, so there's basically this point where you get between like 80 to 90 percent as close to a human likeness where oh, like only up until that point you're like wow this is so realistic so realistic oh my god it's so realistic and then it's like too it's like creepily like it's it's got human features but something's wrong where the proportions just aren't quite mm. right so you're like it's mm -hmm. disturbing. And then past that yeah. 90% up to 100%, you're like, oh, it's getting better again. But there's that 
somewhere yeah. around 90% human likeness, there's a very disturbing uh, area where you're creeped out because it has human visual likeness, but there's something proportion-wise it's just not right from a biological level. Um, so... Yeah, I, I should have looked at the y-axis on this <clears throat> ah, graph yeah, that, that because the y-axis said fam family. That's a complicated word, familiarity, yeah. and uh, uh, yeah, the uncanny valley is very much in the minus zone yeah. here, uh, like a like a corpse or a zombie, um, or a prosthetic hand for that yeah. matter. And um, a healthy person would be on on like the very much hundred percent plus. Okay, I see. Okay, that makes that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So 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 your point? so my <laughs> point is, I feel like audio has a similar uh, effect in that um, mm -hmm. when you're trying to replicate something in a sound booth to something that's happening in real life, there's a disconnect that can never fully be realized or can never fully be negated yes. because you're not in the position and under the same stressors so that you can never fully replicate a tonality or intonation or whatever that reflects exactly what's happening on the screen. So then you're always slightly kind of just, it's just always slightly off. And it's, it's like an uncanny dude, audio thing. Dude, you just, you just undid the Gordian knot. Holy <laughs> shit. So, what you just described is exactly why I can't uh, watch anything with German dubs. Because what, what you were just saying in, in simple terms, okay, it's not simple, but simpler to me, is that you are not immersed. Right. Like, as, mm -hmm. as a viewer, you're not immersed anymore. Because you realize that there is some... I get... <laughs> oh, fuck. I have, like, an epiphany right now. I am... I am rock hard. My brain is so, rock hard. Um, <laughs> I think that's a problem, actually. Um, so <laughs> it's smooth as well. You could just, you know, flip yeah, it over. Chrome dome on there. Um, <laughs> I did not know that one. <laughs> I only knew smooth brain, but that's so much better. Oh man. <laughs> Oh fuck. Okay. So what what I was saying um is that you are you are aware of the actor, the voiceover actor that is in his cabin um uh, uh yeah, doing uh, doing the voiceover and this destroys your immersion and that's what happens to me when I watch anything with German dubs because with English, a lot of times, um, and I'm not sure, do you, so on Reddit, at least, I've read a lot of times that even English native speakers sometimes watch stuff with subtitles. I have you ever done, done that? I know people who have, but it's usually because of, like, hearing problems. Yeah, but, but for <clears> me, it's like, a lot of times, like, we recently, uh, finally watched the last Star Wars, like, episode 9, uh, because we just watched The Mandalorian, yeah. great show, by the way, highly recommend um, and we just recently watched the last Star Wars, and there's a lot of like noise and music and stuff, and you don't really hear the actors mm. that well. Um, and as a non-native speaker, that really yeah. just makes it hard to understand stuff sometimes. And um, so, anyways, I would rather watch stuff in the original language uh, with subtitles in the original language to understand. 
than okay, yeah. you know watching it with with dubs because of that effect because of that uncanny valley uh, you know de-immersifying mm-hmm. effect I don't know it's that is so good that you taught me that now because now I can finally explain to my parents why I'm not watching <laughs> movie in German with them they just think That's you're not so you're good. not awesome. a good German <laughs> Uh, yeah well well uh, i'm like i'm like six free i'm like yeah, blonde yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck do you want <laughs> yeah so um one one last thing before we get oh into your dad stuff i really don't want to 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 put that off um <laughs> remember like like a couple of months ago i uh i really just complained about how bad i am at far cry 5 <laughs> yeah yeah that i finally yeah now i play far cry 6 and let me just say, I am very bad at games on console. <laughs> um, I've seen people play this game, and I'm not talking your, you know, Twitch streaming, park god, whatever. I'm talking about just regular guys filming a game, and they're like, hey, look at this box. I'm gonna pick it up and and actually improve my... Uh, accessories and equipment with that uh, thus making me better at this game Um, I just found out after I probably put like 10 hours right now in this game maybe 15 I'd say Um, and I just found out how some of the very basic mechanics Mm. of the game work Um, that's sad and I still suck (laughs) (laughs) i i so okay so for example um in in far cry 6 so the setting is the most absurd one of all far cry games all right basically let me let me immerse you um imagine cuba in the 60s the height of like 60s 70s like the height of the cold war um, you have Cuba uh, under a communist dictatorship. Might sound yeah, familiar. I, I was there. Um, and their their uh, main uh, c- c- claim to fame and power, <laughs> I guess, is that they do not possess uh, nuclear weapons, but they uh, actually um found a way to extract a uh, cancer defying reagent from their tobacco plants that okay. grow in Cuba. <laughs> That's a bit of a reach, but all right. And <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you think so? And they actually called it Viviro, meaning uh they're uh, you're going to live, he's going to live, she's going to mm. live, something like that. Um and they uh, enslave the Cuban people to harvest that and um, kill everyone who's basically trying to do anything against it because they are spraying highly toxic pesticides um, on those plants, uh, killing the workers harvesting. Um, so basically the Cuban regime is, is, mm-hmm. is uh, killing their own people, harvesting this life-saving drug. So... The story is quite weird, especially compared to the fifth one, where it's like, a, a, you know, a toxic Christian cult trying to take over yep. Montana, which is really not that much of a reach. <laughs> um, so, basically, um, there. 
Yeah, so I was like, okay, I can I can dig this story. Now that sounds very believable. But this story on Cuba right now is like, well, okay. And then, you know, they have some beautiful cars in this game, like some 60s, 70s yeah, classic cars. And you're, you know, you're, of course, stealing one of the cars uh, by shooting an innocent civilian in the head who's driving this car. Um, you do not even bother just wiping off the blood stains off the leather seats. Um, you just take the car and you just get going like the badass mm-hmm. that you are. And you turn on the radio and there's like fucking, I don't know, like pitbull <laughs> playing. And I'm like, dude, this is set in like the late 60s, early 70s. What the fuck is going on? I Why is there modern like Latinx music playing? What the fuck? And um, I, I, I don't know, man. It's a it's a... It's a Far Cry game, you know, you kill a lot, there's a lot of explosions, you climb towers, yeah, it's a Far Cry game, and it's fun, I don't regret buying it. Um, I must say that the weapons look really great, I'm looking at, like, a chain gun, like, machine gun with a, what looks to be an internal combustion engine, like a lawnmower (laughs) engine on it, Yeah, it looks awesome. Hmm. Um, but I, I got, I, I gotta say I'm one of those really boring players who usually sticks because you can always choose between the improvised weapons and yeah. the just, you know, stock weapons. And I run around with, with a M16 that's silenced. Um, then there's a rocket thrower, like just a bazooka. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, I have a silenced pistol. And I have um, a silenced um, sniper rifle, which tells you a lot about my playstyle. <laughs> oh, I love I love being like invisible, silenced everything. Call of oh, Duty. Oh, I'm not at all. I I'm just I'm just I'm just usually just taking out the worst guys, like the like highly armored guys from a distance, <clears throat> because I'm a pussy. <laughs> then I <laughs> I really get into it and just throw everything at the base, just you know throwing grenades and just everything. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, quick comment before we get into my dad shit. Um, yeah. Because this reminds me of the same topic. I I started playing Half-Life 2. Oh, finally, for fuck's okay. sake. Okay. Okay. What, what do you think? So, a uh, couple comments. Um, <laughs> I, I I have some notes. I so ha- I have some notes. If, if, <laughs> so, Valve, if you, if you could please just take those notes seriously and implement that so, into your next game, <laughs> highly appreciate. So, um, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know where to start. Um, I find the lack of direction, you know how like some games really, it feels like you're on rails and you're going mm-hmm. through, there's only one corridor and there's only one door that opens and you have to just basically, it's just, a, it's a, it's a, it's a cue that happens to have left and right turns, basically like call of duty, the mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah. Um, I was very impressed by their ability to mask that. So there is very clearly only one path that you can take, but mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't feel like that because it feels like you have the ability to explore and then you naturally stumble upon the only path to go. Yeah. And I found that, especially from the very beginning when you get out of the train station and you naturally find the way to go up the ladder and into the building, 
Mm -hmm. uh, I was very impressed by that because I was like, because my first thought was, I don't know if this is the right way to go or if this is like mm -hmm. a bonus area immediately. And then I just kept going. I was like, I guess I'm going this way then. <clears throat> and I, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, the water level, I wasn't too thrilled about. That was kind of annoying. Um, but I will say this. Yeah. I think, I don't know how long this game is and I don't know how far into it is. I just finished the beach part, like driving the car on the beach. Um, and I find that originally they set up the story very well where it's like through exploration, you start to learn that like you're in this dystopian world where they've developed this genetic modification so that you can have uh, immortality, but then nobody is, is breeding and reproducing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this is like really, really like I'm, I am invested in the world. I think it's fascinating. It's really creepy. It's the same. It gives me Bioshock vibes where you're like really invested in this dystopian environment because it's just so like nothing that's ever existed. Yeah. Um, but I'm now at the point where I, I basically have just been on the run for the entire game. I was running from people continuously running yeah. and now i'm just continuously running and i don't know where i'm supposed to end up and i'm starting to get annoyed by it i'm like when do i start the actual game <laughs> it feels like i've been mm -hmm. on a like i i don't understand the point of the suit that i put on in the beginning i don't have you have you have you um watched the uh, synopsis of um half-life one no i haven't would that help ah do that yeah 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 okay. do that um you you definitely should okay. that that's like uh yeah all right i'll do just, that just do that okay because mm -hmm. i'm like yeah my questions are like what's the point of the suit that i put on other than stopping bullets <laughs> from killing me mm. what are these weird zombie things and um why are they prevalent i see i i was like looking at the newspaper bulletin board in one of the labs and it was like it clearly there was like an alien invasion that happened at some point and then there was a negotiation with the aliens mm -hmm. and they struck a deal somehow i guess i don't know mm -hmm. uh and that's all i've gathered so far and for some reason the humans are now using airstrikes with alien like larva as yeah. weapons for some reason uh and that's all i've got <laughs> what so right now because it's been i've played that in our first lockdown in germany which was like almost two years ago uh yeah one and a half years ago gotta be honest i don't remember like the intricacies of the story uh anymore that much um all i remember is that a because i played half-life one um mm. you you have to either play it or um I watched the synopsis of that. Um, second, I remember that what impressed me most about Half-Life, apart from it being like a really old game and still looking awesome. It does look good, yeah. Yeah. Um, was <clears throat> how it was one of those games that made you feel, yeah, what you just described, that you're constantly on the run. That you're like... You are this guy that the government, for whatever reason, has like... I mean, if you watch the synopsis on Half-Life 1, you'll know why. I'm going to buy Half-Life um, 1 right now and play it in the wrong order. Don't. Don't. Don't? Don't. No. Half-Life 1 as a game doesn't really hold up. It's like when you uh, play... 
Mm, oh, I don't know. It's so you've... much worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's old. It's like 1998 or something. You're right, yeah. Um, and it's Oof. it has a good story. And for its time, it was awesome. And I played it. I played it like the whole way through. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a 20-year-old game. So yeah, it looks pretty um, rough. Actually, don't, okay. don't put yourself <laughs> through that. Spare the time and just watch the synopsis, and and you're good. Um, but yeah, what I remember is that not only gave Half Life the the vibes of you know you just being on a run, but also uh, when you come to some of the parts, I don't want to spoil anything, but it puts like an actual like existential thread into you like it's the existential threat of just when you see some of the things that you're confronted with they're so big they're so huge you're like well what if i just walked the streets and that thing appeared (laughs) (laughs) that's it's rare that games actually do that because when playing far cry i'm never like oh what if i machete a guy to get to death from behind that's like yeah it's it's not it's not really like that but half-life does a really good job at um yeah well immersing you i guess and uh keep enjoying that watch the synopsis on half-life one and, and, and okay you, maybe that'll fine. make put it put it in a little bit more context because right now yeah. i just feel like they they did they started out strong with a really good story and it kind of has plateaued and nah, I'm the story is really more. good only if you know what happened in Half-Life 1. Okay, but so I'll, I'll check I actually, out e- even though I've played both games, I still had to watch the synopsis because I didn't grasp the full scope of the story. So it's it's very intricate and yeah, give okay. it a shot, definitely. All right. Um, okay, dad stuff. Dad stuff. All right. Yeah. So um, we are on a well and we have a septic system, so we're not hooked up on city water or sewage. So That's we have so a water. Disgusting. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Um, so I have a water softener, which is something that basically you have the system where you have a brine tank with salt. You add salt to it. Yeah. And then your incoming water, which has like magnesium and like iron and other ions, um, basically... For, for the viewers who are still here with us and listening, um, is this... A, stu- a, a student recently asked me if too much calcium in the water in the form of calcium carbonate. So, uh, you know, what, what would you call that in, in like, layman's terms? Hard calcium water. Carbonate. Yeah, that hard water would, like, just, you know, uh, you know, close... C- close up your your arteries and veins. <laughs> uh, I I was very impressed by this master student indeed. Okay, well, con- continue. Um. Anyway, so yeah, hard water softening the water, aka removing them, so exchanging yeah. them for sodium ions. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically, this system, um, prepares a brine solution in the tank, and then your water enters. And then that mm-hmm. is exchanged, and then mm-hmm. your softened water comes out with all sodium ions that are replacing the other ions. And oh, that's so hot! Give me that sodium, baby. And like, for us, I think our original water is probably not necessary, but we have this anyways because it came with yeah. the house. 
And uh, what it does periodically, once you run out of softened water, it uh, does like a regeneration where it cleans out the, there's like a resin tank that catches all the sediment. And -hmm. what it does is it pumps water from the well backwards to flush it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it flushes it all down a sink that's in the basement Mm -hmm. and there's like a drain. Um, But it does this for about an hour. So it's essentially as if you're leaving the tap on for an hour straight. Yeah. Um, now, the where this comes a problem is the fact that we're not on city water. So that water is being drained into like... Oh, right. Yeah. It, it is draining. There's like a... There's a French drain that's under the basement uh, foundation. And mm-hmm. then that goes out somewhere... And I say somewhere in italics and quotation marks into the yard. (laughs) Um, And that has started to back up because it was probably some type of dry well, which means it's like uh, an empty space that the pipe drains into that has been buried. Mm -hmm. And that occasionally eventually fills up with like leaves and dirt and shit like that. So it means that at some point, the water reaches the level of the pipe. So then it starts to back up the pipe. And I came home to my basement flooded two weeks ago uh, or three weeks ago. Damn. And I was like, fuck. And um, so I am now at the point where I'm trying to locate this drain where the, where the, wherever the fuck it's going. Uh, excavate it by hand and empty it out and the reason i want to do this is because i don't want to pay a plumber to come and use their like gps camera tracked thing to send down the Mm -hmm. pipe to find out where it goes because that's going to cost me like a thousand dollars damn i don't want to do that because i'm cheap uh and so i am now walking I, I after this podcast i'm gonna go grab a shovel and another beer and i'm gonna go and start literally digging <laughs> oh man and so the person who sold us the house told us where it is where it drains to but there's no evidence of that there's no i've, I've circled around the property I'm looking around everywhere and there's no actual indication and so i'm basically just gonna start digging holes Oh, man. And, uh, yeah. I caught it. Uh, Thankfully, uh, it started uh, doing the regeneration today, and I had to use a five-gallon bucket and, uh-huh. <laughs> t- like, four separate times and just dump out salt water onto my driveway, which is nice because now it's not going to freeze for a couple of days, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not exactly the side effect I wanted. Ah, oh, shit. That's such a hassle, but, I mean, that's... I think I've told you that uh, saying once, right, that uh, when you own a house, the house always uh, sits at the table at lunch. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's always there. And, uh, ah, fuck, that sucks. (laughs) But, I mean, I get that you want to save that money because it's actually something that you can do yourself. I mean, there's certain things that I would never, you know, go ahead and... (laughs) try myself like especially something having to do with like electrical stuff and whatever um just out of fear of you know burning down a house that's fair (laughs) whatever yeah but um yeah plumbing seems like something that 
I will not fuck with plumbing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Ah, it's a hassle. <laughs> but I mean, now you've got a freeze free driveway. So <laughs> it was Yay. worth it, right? Uh, but ah, I don't shit. know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a little, it's a little stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. I, I also love that, um, when, when, when telling me that your, your first go to was, so, uh, I decided to grab a beer and dig it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> the inclusion of grabbing a beer, uh, shows that, you know, there's, there's not just drinking a beer. There's beer is a very versatile instrument, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to take like you, you can take a beer to relax. You can drink a beer to relax so you're not stressing out while cleaning your saline <laughs> tank, I guess. Uh, you you can take a beer to, I don't know, aggressively throw it at someone at a stadium. Mm. Um, they're, they're, beer is very versatile. I like that. I like that, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but oh man. Anyways, so we're also rewatching <laughs> Lost now, and Lost is so two thousands. Mm. It's sick, man. It's kind of a cool. Is it show. good? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I do. Like I've I've watched um, Lost um, as a as a as a as a child and as a teenager with my parents on TV. Um, only like the first season though. Did you finish? Uh, have you ever finished it? Do you know? What no, the I is? know that the series, like the show, goes to shit. Like in a similar way to The Walking Dead did, apparently. So The Walking Dead, I watched until like season six or seven or something like that, and it just got ridiculously bad. Um, and apparently, with Lost, a very similar thing happened. So um, I'm, I think Lost has like six or seven seasons, and it apparently the show went to shit. However, the first season and the second season, they they're true bangers. So for for everyone looking to to, you know, watch some of that sweet 2000s nostalgia because holy shit that show is so 2000s. Uh the weird like slow-mo shots that they include to make it more dramatic and to just panning back and forth like five times between two mm-hmm. actors staring intensely at each other. Um, it's, it's great, but also it's a great show. So go, go ahead and watch it when you, you know, in your spare time when you're not listening to this podcast. All right. Well, this is going to be interesting for you if you don't actually know the ending of Lost. So I (laughs) want... Don't tell me, please. I'm not going to tell you anything, but I want genuine, authentic reaction from you as you watch, as you watch it. That's, that's all. Oh, that's all. I, I thought it was something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, no. Um, I'm, I'm just very curious to hear your commentary on it as, as yeah. you progress through it. Yeah. So, first season, we're now at the point. So, you know, everyone's stranded. And Kate and Jack probably banged since day one. Because why wouldn't you? You're stranded on it. I don't know. Just get your bang on, whatever. Um, and... We are now at the stage where they have discovered that one of the guys that was with the group isn't actually from the group. He's from the others, most likely. We have discovered the French woman, like French-Canadian woman, I would guess, 
uh, living on uh, the island for like 16 years now, sending a distress signal as well, and um, our uh, Iraqi friend uh, Said has now um, not only uh, committed um, uh, de desertion, is that the right word? Uh, uh. He's, he's deserted his army. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, he's now also uh, in the middle of the conflict between the person already living on the island and the new group. And uh, yeah, Claire, the the Australian chick, is, is is also going to give birth probably, but she also just got abducted. So it's it's there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, it's it's a cool show. I like Hurley. He's fat and he seems like a cozy guy to just snuggle up to. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't mind my head on his like uh, three hundred pound <laughs> lap. I, I yeah. wouldn't. He seems like a very cozy place to be at. Nice. Anyways, uh, as soon as you're describing people as places, I think you should stop drinking and stop recording a podcast. So, um, yeah, we're doing that right now. For everyone listening until now, I pity you. And also, <laughs> um, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, go follow us um, at Friends Apart Pod uh, on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's it for today, isn't it? Yeah, sounds about right. I have uh, a thanks, I, thanks. I, I, I have a huge saucepan of, of bolognese sauce cooking right now and it's smelling real good, dude. Ooh. I just so had good. Greek salad. Was it was it with like chopped up Greek people? Um Yeah, how did you know? Because so, because I know you eat in style. That's why, yeah, and, it's, and it's you should know. It's like it's not easy to find Greek people around yeah. here too. I mean, you you have to roast them real good and call them gyro before eating them. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, yeah, it was a pleasure entertaining you, plaps out there. And uh, <laughs> talk to you next week then. Bye. Later. <laughs>